Hello and uh, welcome to this special video podcast. Uh, we're at just finished the the Dubai Game Conference. Uh, me, John Jordan, with Gabby Dizan, uh, Altitude Games, and Alta.io. And interestingly, Gabby, you were you were the first the first guest on on our podcast uh, back in September. That's right. It was six months ago in Helsinki. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now we're in Dubai. We get to get to. Visit nice places. Oh, and, uh, and the, end, the end of the conference, we're, we're having some Guinness. So, so cheers. Thank you. Cheers. 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 So, an informal podcast um, this time, a video podcast. Um, what, what do you think, six months on, what's happened to the, the blockchain game space? Um, yeah. So, I guess the interesting thing is that there's actually things to play now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I haven't traveled much in the last three months before going to this conference in Dubai mm. and I actually spent a lot of those last three months playing this game called Axie Infinity by uh, by our friends in Vietnam. You have been very active on Twitter with your love for the Axies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really love that game and uh, I was playing that and a free-to-play game at the same time when I, uh, maybe three, four months ago and the, the big difference is that, you know, they, they both had different appeals. One is a trading card uh, free-to-play game mm. and Axie is like a breeding, battling game. The biggest difference was that uh, in... In this other free-to-play game, I was I spent maybe five hundred dollars in, oh, wow. in these cards until yeah. I stopped playing. Yeah. And with Axie Infinity, through uh, through the game loops, mm. I was actually making money in Ether, <clears throat> and that was enough for me to drop this other game that I, I was enjoying very much <laughs> yeah, to yeah. kind of concentrate on on Axie. Oh. Yeah. So 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 you you have you've you've reached the 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 golden dream of all gamers of being paid to or generating money by playing yeah. the games. Yeah. I mean. Which I mean, is, yeah, it's fun. definitely not enough to, to no. kind of uh, <laughs> do it for a full-time living, but yeah. uh, it, I now have a hobby that I truly enjoy that's mm. making me money, which is kind of one of the promises of blockchain it games, is. right? No, exactly. And it is interesting. So I've played Axie as well, nothing to, to, to the level that you have. And we've discussed this before, but I, I like it in many ways. It's obviously a taking, taking the kind of foundation of crypto kitties and the, the breeding part and then adding... Uh, add, add battle, add the battling element, and the yeah. battling element and the breeding are kind of connected. Um, and now they've got this new land sale coming in. I've bought some land. I think you bought some land as well. Yeah. Um, but but unlike you, I've, I've not bothered um, going on the di- going on the Discord and finding out exactly how yeah. how axes work. So it's interesting. Um, but you spent quite a lot of time, haven't you? Like really going through and working out why axes are valuable yeah. and how to breed them and that kind of stuff. You do. You have to put the. You don't just get. The money for nothing. Kind yeah, of so uh, what's interesting about these blockchain games that I think will work long term is that uh, they have pretty deep game loops. I think a blockchain game where you can just come in and throw, for example, okay. 100 Ether and you're automatically the most powerful person in the game. I think mm. that's incredibly demotivating yeah. and mm. that's not going to work for a community long term. Yeah. Uh, what Axie has done well is that they've rewarded people who figure out how battles work, how the mm. positioning works, how the different traits interact with each other to make what's a better or more valuable Axie. Mm. They have a really good scarcity model, mm. not only in their Mystic and Origin Axies, but also in the land sale that they've performed mm. recently. And uh, I think they have just simply one of the best communities in crypto, not just in uh, in crypto games, mm. but in crypto. It's a very helpful, uh, welcoming, and they're very uh, friendly towards getting new players. And you really see the community members go out there not only recruiting new players mm. getting them to understand the game creating content creating tools I mean it's I've never mm. been part of a game community that's absolutely not toxic and extremely yep. helpful and it's interesting we're starting to see 
um, the first uh, kind of games built on top of Axis. So we've had the, obviously you have the Kittyverse with Crypto Kitties, but yeah. now I don't know if we call it the Axiverse or there's nothing for, formal yet about it. But I started again very simple, like a simple racing game where you're eating sushi. Yeah, it was kind of you know it was, it was kind of cool. It was I think they're going to build it in like all these games tend to do, build it into a prize pot. So you're putting you're paying into a prize pot and, and you can win um, kind yeah. of the ether that way. I'm not a massive fan of those kind of because they're very yeah, I, I would say they, kind of they're more kind of diversions well. that the community made to kind of uh, keep themselves entertained while well. the team is developing more features related to the land gameplay. Yeah. But I, I guess the really powerful thing about it is that they did not have to ask permission from no. the company to use those assets to create yeah. those games. And if they added some form of light betting to the game, I mean, it's hard for the company to stop them I because know. they don't they yeah, don't own it. Yeah. And yeah, that that's actually yeah quite revolutionary mm. I think if and, and again this is kind of coming back to really what <clears throat> the you know the, an inherent part of a, what a blockchain game is it yeah. um, there's a definition I really like from this guy Alex van der Sand that I use in a lot of my presentations and it's and it's you know the, the, the community the gamers own the experience and the game and yeah. the items and the game can be can be changed by anyone and, and yeah. to the degree we've had that before with kind of modding yeah. um, but, but just the way that kind of economic um, Incentives are built into blockchain games. Yeah, you have this kind of other really interesting kind of model going on. And actually, you gave a very good kind of talk today, talking about um, market. You know, the, the, moving from like an in-app purchase model, which obviously you've worked in the past in mobile free-to-play. Yeah, um, moving to a a, uh, a marketplace model where, okay, you're selling an item to begin with, but then you, basically you're making money off the resale. You're taking your margin every time. Yeah, um, I kind of think you know these are the, I guess these are the things that when I first looked at blockchain games, I was thinking no. What is it about, really? Mm-hmm. And it's good to see more examples, you know, pretty much every month now of, of, yeah. of kind of successful products that are actually doing this. Yeah, I don't think uh, a lot of developers that are just starting into blockchain games uh, realize how much uh, impact those design decisions of mm. how to monetize have on the core gameplay loop itself. Mm. So, uh, as I said earlier in my talk, if uh, if you're a mobile game developer you're making 70% of each in-app purchase. And people are kind of salty about that because they, they think that they ser- deserve 80-90%. Mm. In a marketplace model, you're probably making something close to 5%. Yeah. And so you, you might be doing an initial item sale to your player base, but you actually want to encourage them to buy less from you and to buy more from each other. Mm. And if they buy from you, you're making almost all of that money. If they buy from each other, you're making very little amount of that money. Mm. But to grow the community and to grow your game long term, you have to encourage people to trade more with themselves with yep. you taking a very little cut of that. Mm. I think for a game developer, that will be very counterintuitive. I if, think, you, yeah. Yeah, if you're absolutely. someone that's coming yep. from maybe a marketplace seller from Amazon or Lazada, then it makes kind of sense. But coming mm. from a game developer where I created these digital assets to sell them to people, mm. only to see them to trade with each other, either OTC where I get no cut or for a very little fee. Mm. Yeah, that impacts game design and that impacts your, your cash flow model a lot as yeah, well. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a good point. If somebody runs a business, that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, and I do think actually, you know, I guess we get very focused on, on what's wrong with blockchain games and wallet, um, UX and stuff. But I do kind of think the more I look at it, the more you realize how developers are really going to have to change a lot of their kind of preconceived notions about, you know, just how they, what a game is and how it operates. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's kind of really fascinating because I think we, we've all saw that with the free-to-play model in mobile where yeah. developers really, it took developers a long time yeah. really to understand that and, and even now, you know, there's still a lot of hostility in the, in the, in the marketplace yeah. about, you know, how monetization ha- ha- kind of happens like that. But, but um, 
you know, if you look back at the growth of the games industry over the last 10 years, pretty much, you know, PC hasn't grown very much at all, Console hasn't grown very much at all. All the growth is from free-to-play mobile games. Yeah. Um, so quite whether we'll see, I don't know quite whether we'll see, like, what we're calling blockchain games being a $50 billion industry over the next um, 10 years. But it's not inconceivable. But It's a different sort of model, though, because as you say, yeah. it's, it's a transactional value. Yeah. So, so you could be selling these things multiple times. Yeah, so the interesting thing about blockchain games is that, you know, people try to... I use the KPIs from mobile because mm. that's what people know. So what are the daily active users, yeah. what are retention? Uh, what's more important in blockchain games than, uh, for example, daily active users are really the n- number one number of transactions and mm. number two, what are the size of those transactions? Mm. I mean, if you have 10,000 users paying $1 or you have one person paying $10,000, your net economic result is the same. Mm. But for a marketplace model, for a whale to come in and, for example, spend $100,000 on the community, mm. it has such a larger effect than someone spending $10,000 in a mobile game where, yeah. oh, yeah. yay, I have a lot of items, I can show them off, uh, developers are happy because mm. they have their whale. Uh, in in blockchain games, it has such a large effect on the community when someone comes in and values the work that you've put into the game yep. and spends a lot of money buying all of these assets because they also want to be part of this community. Mm. It actually energizes the community to do more of that and it recycles a lot of that money because mm. the people who have sold their items, they actually end up buying other stuff. Yep. So mm. you see that money being recycled many times into the community and mm. I think that's a very powerful multiplier. I think this is something that I've, I've always banged on about and it's good, good to see in some of the talks in the show, um, particularly yours, but actually but other ones as well, talking about the value of community, and it's not all about financial value. But financial value is part of it, clearly. But it is interesting that, you know, as you say, when a whale comes into a market now, it's not just the developer going, wow, I've got this, how can I, how can I get this guy to spend more? Yeah. <clears throat> it's the people, you know, he's obviously, if he's coming in and buying a whole bunch of stuff, then he's buying it off other players, and then that, you know, that drives the whole kind of network effect even yeah. further, which is, which is kind of what we want to see. Okay, so let's kind of wrap up, I guess, um, where do you think we're going over the next? If we if we meet up again in six months' time, um, you know, can you? What do you think is going to happen? Is it going to be a fast a fast burn? Is it going to be a slow burn? So where are we going to be? Not exactly sure. I think you're going to see blockchain games that are. Some of them are blockchain first. Some of them are game first. Yeah. I can name drop the stuff that I'm excited about. Uh, Blanco seems yeah. pretty interesting because mm. uh, the team at Mythical are coming from kind of that triple A mentality where it's really. Uh, polished experience first and then mm. maybe a small percentage of that will convert to blockchain. Mm. In a way, uh, Reality Clash is also doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Neon District has been on my radar since last yeah, year and yeah. it seems like they're close to ready to, to showing off uh, gameplay and I mean, I love the aesthetic, I love the art, love the team yeah. behind it, so yeah. really looking forward to that. And yeah, there's just a lot of different games to, to really be uh, excited mm. about this year. Yeah, I think definitely for me, the- it's the kind of pro- product creates market. Good product creates market. We saw that, you know, when when Supercell launched launched its games and, and, and Puzzle and Dragons back in the day, yeah. and that really built the free to play games market. And I think for blockchain, really, what we have to see this year is, and I think we are seeing it. All those games you mentioned are very different sorts of games than we've seen up to this point because they, yeah. those kind of games take a lot of time to build. You know, I'm talking talking about Mythic again. I mean, I talk about Blankos a lot, but yeah, you know, it's, they spent six months getting their art style. Right, yeah, just because yeah. that, that game is all about the art style of, of those characters. You know, it's a very triple A thing to do, I yeah, guess. No, mm-hmm. no, and exactly. You know, if you've worked on Call of Duty games, that's exactly yeah. you know like they have done what, what you do. So, for me, that's kind of really interesting. To, you know, that we these products 
obviously they don't have to be big, but, but we, yeah. I guess we want to. That's how the market will be built by, by products coming out. It won't be anything about. I think crypto pricing doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, obviously it does matter behind the scenes, but it doesn't matter to the product. Um, Can I plug our yeah. game as well? Yeah, sure, go for yeah, it. Yeah, so we're yeah. developing a game called Battle Racers, and it's going to be one of the launch games on Decentraland when it launches later this year. Yeah, which is a big um, deal. Decentraland going live. Yeah, it's a big deal. So yeah. uh, the interesting thing about Decentraland is that we see it as a huge theme park, and we're one of the main attractions when it opens. Yeah. And yeah, we're building a multiplayer racing experience where the cars are tokens that are composed of smaller tokens that make up the car parts. Okay. And yeah, that's that's just really exciting. We have a playable, and yeah, we can't show it. Wait to show it to people a little bit later this year. Cool, good. Lots of good things to look forward to. So thank you very much for uh, for watching and listening to our experiment our experimental video podcast from uh, actually not very sunny Dubai at the moment it's quite <laughs> cloudy Dubai but uh, we've got a colder than expected yeah, Dubai yeah we've had a good time at the, at the conference so alright um, cheers yes cheers and the Guinness is very good too yeah the Guinness is very good <laughs> <laughs>